This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views conveyed by the guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information shared by the guests on this program are those of the guests and are for informational purposes only. They should not replace the medical advice of your veterinarian. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, summer heat precautions for your pets and the OG of dog walking. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Come here, babies. It's time for a treat. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves. Thank you for joining us today as we bring you the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Contact us at thedoggydiva.com. That's the D-O-G-G-Y-D-I-V-A.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. How many of you have pets? My hand's raised. Now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life. And that pet is lucky to have you too. But unfortunately, there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own. However, Bob's from Skechers is trying to change that. So we developed Bob's for dogs and cats to help pets in need. With every purchase of adorable Bob's footwear or fun stylish apparel, or even the cutest Bob's pet accessories, Skechers makes a donation to Petco Love to help save shelter pets. And with your help, we've already saved the lives of over 1 million pets and raised over $7 million. So while you're getting style and comfort with features like Skechers' famous memory foam cushioning, you're also helping to save an adorable pet in need and helping another lucky owner be connected with a future best friend and companion. Because happiness is having a loving pet by your side. Find Bob's at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, select pet co-locations, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. With us today is Monica Layton, President of Professional Pet Sitting with our Pet Tip of the Week. Monica, summer is here. It's really hot outside. Can you tell us about some summertime heat precautions that we should be aware of as pet parents? Summer heat can be grueling on our pets. Unfortunately, anybody who has been in the animal hospital or has had a pet, you know, or seen a pet come in from heat exhaustion or overheating, it is extremely scary and it's very hard on their systems. So we definitely want to do everything we can to avoid that from happening. One, there are some great products out there. You can get most of these on Amazon all over the place, but they offer such a wide variety of products that are just handy to um, help with the heat. Everything from cooling mats to cooling bandanas, cooling shirts, cooling bones. They have the little bones that you can put them underneath the water and then freeze them kind of like you do for uh, teething babies and stuff. But they're like that and they're made for cooling and, you know, as it leaks, um, they get the water. Chewing ice cubes for dogs, they love that. Um, We make our dogs little doggy popsicles over the summer and ice cube trays. But there's so many things you can do to help keep your pet cool down. 
The main thing that everybody should know when it comes to overheating with a pet is the signs of overheating, what to do if it happens, and how to avoid it. So we just talked about a couple ways to you know avoid them. Some of the products are great. If you're going to be outside, close attention to the pets as to how long they're out there. A lot of people will recommend adjusting, depending on your area and what the temperatures are, adjusting your walks to be done you know, early morning, late afternoon, or early evening. So that way it's not in the main heat of the day. Um, you have to watch you know, the sidewalks and the roads. Asphalt gives out a massive amount of heat, so does cement. And pets can literally heat up um, as well as burn their paw pads on hot cement or hot asphalt. If it is, you know, if you're putting your hand on the ground and it's warm to your touch, then it's it's too warm for their paws. So definitely, you know, checking that when you're out walking around. But some signs of overheating, if your dog is starting to slow down when they're out on their walk or they're outside, excessive panting, their tongue or their gums or even the insides of their ears can become bright red. They'll get pinky and then they'll get darker red. They will drool, excess salivation, just general discomfort signs, kind of laying around or walking around slower than normal. Their heart rate can increase. Um, oftentimes, they can get kind of the stress eyes um, where their eyes will you know, widen. They can seem anxious um, sometimes. And they'll often seek shade and water sources like puddles or you know, little pools, things like that. So definitely know what some of those signs look like. When your dog starts to get into heat distress, you'll see that the gums, they'll actually start turning pale. They'll go from a bright red to a pale. You'll get what they know as mental dullness, where it just seems like the dog is disoriented or just kind of out of it of sorts. They can lose consciousness they can become vomiting, they may have diarrhea, and sometimes that can become very dark or almost black in color. Um, you'll see their urine will start to get darker or red sometimes. They can actually collapse, they can seizure, they can appear stumbly and dizzy. Any of those latter signs that I mentioned, that means you need to seek veterinary care immediately. The faster you get that pet to an emergency clinic or to a veterinarian. The faster that pet gets to the doctor, the better their chances are getting through that. And one thing to know as well is if you are trying to cool a pet down that is beginning to overheat, you have to be very cautious about how you do that. That has to be a slow process. You cannot stick them in very cold water and try to cool them down because you can actually, you know, send them into a, to a stroke or a shock. Um, so you have to cool the dog in a slow manner. So what you would want to do is get your dog into a cool air conditioned area if possible. You want to lower that body temperature by wetting the dog down. But when you wet them down, like for example, some of our smaller breeds and puppies, you want to use like lukewarm water. That way you're going from a hot temperature to a lukewarm and just slowly cool it down. And the bigger guys, you could do, you know, a kind of regular temp, if not a little cold, but not cold water. I mean, we're talking like cool water. Um, you do not want to have a bunch of cold water going on to the pet and, you know, shock them. Like I said, small amounts of water, ice cubes if they'll eat it. 
You do not want them lapping up a huge amount of water. One, that can increase their chances of vomiting. And if they start vomiting, then they're going to lose more hydration than they're able to take in, even with all the water, because they're bringing it right back up. Frequent sips of water, but in very small amounts. Again, the best thing you can do when your pet is showing signs of heat exhaustion or heat stroke or even overheating at all is get them to the vet immediately. Because once the body starts going into that heat exhaustion and that stroke and shock, things deteriorate quickly. So minutes count. They really, really do when it comes to heat exhaustion. Another thing is, of course, how important it is to have good heat care for a pet when you have them in your vehicle. Not having a pet stay in the vehicle without the car running and air conditioning on. Making sure that, you know, the pet stays cool, that it's not left alone unintended, you know, in a vehicle that does not have air conditioning or good airflow in there. Um, They actually have little kiosks in certain cities now that are popping up more than others. Um, where they have like little booths that you can rent and it looks like a dog kennel, but it keeps them cool. It's like a little air conditioned dog kennel Um, and they're popping up all over the U.S. But there's so many risks of having your pet in a car and having you not be there and having the chances of it overheating. So always, you know, just be very cautious when you're traveling with your pet, when you're out with your pet in summer months and that goes extra extra sensitive and high alert for our brachiophallic breeds the breeds like our pugs and our bulldogs and our you know shih tzus and our you know frenchies the dogs that have the cute little squishy nose you know they have a hard time getting their airway on their own even on top of that some of our pets that have their collapsing airways if you have a smaller breed pet that struggles with you know collapsing trachea things of that nature, that's going to be a pet that's going to have a harder time getting their airway. Um, So even if it's not, you know, a smushy-nosed dog, but they do have tracheal issues, they are in a more heightened risk of heat exhaustion or heat stroke than the average dog. Well, Monica, these are all very, very good, very important tips. It's really good to realize when it is time for you to get your pet medical attention right away when you uh, when you see these symptoms or if your pet's not cooling itself down or you can't. And, and again, don't put it in cold water. Do it like lukewarm. But the most important thing that I got out of this and every summer, I'm the person that calls the police when I see this, is if you see a dog or an animal or whatever in a car, And if the window's cracked open, like Monica said, sometimes people will have the air conditioning on. That's good. But sometimes the the dog's in the car with the little bitty crack in the window. The car heats up so much more. And correct me if I'm wrong, Monica. It just heats up so high, even compared to what it is outside during the summer months. Leave your pets at home unless you can take them in with you. Or like Monica said, there are places around that have these kiosks now where, and I'm sure if you Google it, you can find them, is to see if you could leave your pets inside there, which are little like air-conditioned crates while you're shopping to uh, to leave your pets so they're comfortable and they're safe. So, Monica, as always, you brought some really great, very important tips to us. So I thank you very much. Thank you. We'll be back in just a moment. 
Hello, everyone. Susan Marie here to tell you about the award-winning three-book series, The Doggy Diva Diaries. It is a trilogy of heartwarming and inspirational stories about Miss Olive, a lonely little rescue pup, hoping to find her forever family and friends and a life filled with love. In this series, Miss Olive learns that it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, it's the kindness and love you have on the inside that counts. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other online booksellers. And please visit us at thedoggydiva.com for more information. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, have you ever wondered what it takes to start a successful dog walking business? We've got the answer. Stay with us. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Laura Boyer is an animal lover, dog walker, pet expert, author, and podcaster. The author of the popular and very funny... The Pet Sitter's Tale is with us today to premiere the release of her new book, How to Start a Dog Walking Business, and a coloring book filled with pages of many breeds of fun-loving dogs. Hey, Laura, welcome back to the Doggy Diva Show. Thank you so much, and thank you for that great introduction. <gasps> Very well deserved. So now, you have a new coloring book out, Pawfick Pals Coloring Book, Playful Dog Coloring Book Adventures. How did you come up with this idea? And is this book just for kids? I came up with the idea because uh, I've always loved to color and everything is so high tech now. You know, everything is AI and apps and computers and cell phones. And I wanted to come up with a book that spoke to my heart and my passion, which is dogs, of course, and would really bring people of all ages together. So big or small, you know, it's dog lovers for all. And the dogs inside the book are inspired by dogs that I've known or had. Oh, well, that's pretty interesting. It is. It's kind of funny. So there's a Pomeranian in here with big fluffy fur and this beautiful <laughs> Pomeranian coat. And he's inspired by my girlfriend's dog, Ernie, and he looks just like that. And um, I have some other dogs in there that are inspired by clients that I've had. So they all got their inspiration from real dogs and even real people. You can see there's a couple pictures of um, people walking the dogs. And so it's a really fun book. It's good for all ages. And um, yeah, I'm really happy with how it turned out. It's uh, something I wanted to do for a long time. And I finally got the opportunity. Well, I love it. And I have to tell you that it's a beautiful uh, book. And I, as an adult, well, we'll call me an adult, 
I love to color. I go, I grab my a cup of tea. I uh, my husband bought me coloring pencils, and I have these books that I color in, and it's like therapy. I have the dogs all sitting around me, just kind of sit there and chill out. So I think this is a great way for not only children but for adults to uh, to kind of interact in a really creative way. I love that you color, Sue, because it's a real mindfulness practice, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. You kind of really, it's meditative. You sit down with your crayons or your, or your coloring pencils, whatever you're going to use, and you just don't think about anything else except putting the color to the pages. And it's so satisfying. I love that you do that. I'm so glad that you shared that with me. I'll, I'm going to make sure that you have a copy of the book. Oh, I love that. I'll yes. go through it. I'll do it like I do them like every few days and we sit and we listen to the birds. I have my tea. They're all sitting around me. Of course, they get treats. So it's like a really great little bonding experience for me and the dogs. And it's a very zen moment for me just to be able to to color. And it's very quiet and, you know, music going. I love it. So relaxing. Yes. Now, also, you have another new book out, How to Start a Dog Walking Business. I always say you're the OG of dog walkers. Can you give us a few pointers on what you've learned throughout the years walking dogs and how to turn that into a thriving business? Absolutely. And one of my passions is helping people, especially women, grow their own businesses, become independent, be able to stop living paycheck to paycheck and do something that they're, they're enjoying. So the first piece of advice I would have is you have to be a dog lover and a pet lover. Uh, even for my own self, the name of my business is your dog's best friend. I'm highly allergic to cats. So I didn't really get involved too much with cats um, until I started taking um, anti-allergy medication where I could help people with cats. <laughs> but so play to your strengths. If you love dogs, if you're good with people, if you're organized, if you can be prompt and dependable, this is something that anyone can do regardless of their education and age, right? So, so many jobs uh, after a little while find it's harder to get a job when you're past a certain age. So this is just a great position to start where you're at. If you love pets, start there. There are so many people who need pet sitters and dog walkers. And you really can get your first client just within days of starting, which I also love. And as a person who had pet sitters, you know, I'm working from home. But when I was in the office, you know, pre-pandemic, it was, I always, we always had pet sitters. We had them come in two, three times a day because we always have multiple dogs. And at one time we had multiple cats and dogs. <laughs> and it's such a peace of mind because you don't have to worry about it. It's it's all taken care of. And also your pet sitter builds a bond with your pets too. So there's like, you definitely don't have to worry about leaving them, coming home to anything. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. You're absolutely right. You know, I've had so many clients say to me, you know what, Laura, if you didn't do your job, I couldn't do my job. And it's so true. If you have that trustworthy bond with your pet sitters, sometimes they become, you know, lifelong friends, even beyond the life of your pet. I know it's happened for me. My One of my very best friends is my pet sitter. It's such a good relationship when it works. It's just wonderful. It is. And speaking of pet sitters, the last time we had you on our show, which was a few years ago, you were, uh, you came here to chat about your first book. And it's such a popular book, The Pet Sitter's Tale. And it was about your 
exciting days as a pet sitter. I mean, all of the stories were these cute stories and you were the pet sitter to the stars in LA. Is there any new and exciting developments coming up with this book? And can you tell us about it? Yes, uh, <laughs> very, yes. Well, I'm sure you're aware. I mean, I think it's probably national news, but the writers are on strike here in Los Angeles and hopefully that will be um, wrapped up and, you know, we'll come to a happy conclusion for everyone involved. But before that happened, I was working very diligently on having the book turned into a series on a streamer. And right before the kind of, you know, we were given the edict, you know, pencils and pens down, I did get a celebrity attachment to come on board the show. And that's uh, the fabulous Tara Reed. Oh, yes. I know. It's very exciting. Yes. And so she is attached. She loves the project. She has two adorable Yorkies that she's really just obsessed with, really. I mean, even obsessed is too light of a word. She <laughs> just goes everywhere with her Yorkies. And um, we have that attachment. And I'm very excited to get some momentum after the strike is resolved on that again. And hopefully it'll be quickly. So that is my big news after I've been working on it for years and years. I mean, I think pre-pandemic, I started really trying to figure out how I would make it into a television series because I think it would be so cute on television and I think it would have a large audience. And I went back to school and took a class um, how to make a Hollywood pitch deck and the rest is history. So I'm very excited. Uh, fingers crossed that that will happen. And hopefully you'll have me on the show again and I could tell you more details when it happens. Oh, absolutely. And I have to tell you, you know, remembering back to the book, I love the book. It was so funny. It was so cute and it was like heartwarming at the same it was like very sweet i could totally picture her in it going through this tara reed is perfect for this she's perfect and you know she's such an icon she's been yes. in the business for over 40 years she started as a child star and she really wants a show that she can sink her teeth into and really portray what an animal lover that she is, right? It's so authentic for her. So we're very excited about her attachment. We're very excited to move forward. And I am just so hopeful that uh, it will happen. I mean, I know it's going to be the best possible outcome, right? Well, and also, you know, since we last talked, you had a very special rescue, Dexter, and he sadly passed away. And I'm so sorry to hear about that. But now you have a couple of new additions to your family who are rescues. What are their names? And can you tell us a little bit about these new fur kids? Yes, yes. So sadly, Dexter did go over the Rainbow Bridge. Uh, I know you know how difficult that can yes. be. And, yes. you know, I know that you've had a similar experience with your own Miss Olive. It's, it's so sad. But pets don't want us to be sad. That's something that I would always say to my friends and clients and family when they lost a pet. And I know there is a grieving period, but it did help me in my own grief process to know your pets don't want you to be sad. And truly, they never really leave us, right? I mean, they're always with us in spirit. That's, that's what I believe. So um, energy can never be destroyed. They're just transitioned. Uh, but I did get to real life <laughs> in the flesh dogs, uh, Daisy and Dante. Uh, they're both pit bulls, um, mostly pit bulls, and Dante's more of a mix. And so they are just so sweet and so loving and such rascals. 
Uh, Dante is a puppy. He's only five months old and he is the definition of a precocious puppy. I mean, you cannot leave him for one second and he is eating the one thing that you would never think that he would eat. Uh, yesterday he ate an eyelash curler. Uh, so he's, he's, he's too sophisticated for shoes and handbags. Like he goes for things that, you know, wires, phones, uh, eyelash curlers. He seems to like makeup brushes too. That could uh, be your background though. He could be like, he could be, he maybe reincarnated something. Yes, right. Right. Uh, and, and Daisy is just the sweetest little girl ever. She is a pit bull with somebody coming to me. Oh my God. She looks so scary. And I'm like, she is not scary. She literally is scared of flies. She would not hurt a fly. And when she goes to the dog park, she actually walks in on her front paws. She is so submissive and she is so sweet. Aww. So we do have these new two and we just adore and love them. And they are keeping us so busy. I actually forgot how busy it is to raise a puppy and how much sleep deprivation is involved. So I can't <laughs> believe it. No, actually, my sister just got a new puppy and she is so in love with him. She has two other, uh, you know, adult dogs at home, but she she loves going through the puppy process. I did it a couple of times at some rescue puppies. Oh, my gosh. I was like, every time I get into it, I go, what am I doing? Do I have what? one to sleep again? I know, <laughs> right? You forget about it. You I forget know. about it. You forget about it. And the crying and the whining. Yes. And he's over that now. Um, but still, he's not completely 100% trained. Daisy has taught him some bad habits. Like there is one little one place where you could jump the fence in my yard. Daisy's like, come over here. Watch this. <laughs> I'm going to show um, you the ropes. Right, right. And so it's fun, though. I mean, it's 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 hard to be down or sad or depressed when you have dogs. They're just so cheerful and such good little creatures. I'm so happy with my two. I'd love to get a third dog. I just don't have the space for it. But when and if we get a, a bigger space, I'd love to have just like the legal limit. <laughs> yeah, I have three. So we always have, we rotate out three. So I have three. So yes, it is. It's 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 a very interesting um, triangulation type thing. So they're all little personalities. And I just want to let you know, one of my best friends had been involved with um, Pitbull Rescue for years. And I have to tell you, we would come with some of our dogs who were far more assertive than the pitties that she had at her home who were gorgeous, gorgeous, sweet, sweet, sweet. So I do. I'm a big pity lover. So I am, too. And, you know, I have to admit it. Before I had Daisy, I was one of those people that was a little bit scared of the reputation that pit bulls had. I had That's never it, had Laura, the reputation, yes, the yep. reputation. Yep. And I had never really had a client that had a straight up pit bull. I had like a pit lab mix, which I think is just a great mix. A lab and a pit bull is just a great mix. <laughs> but when we got Daisy, you know, my husband and I said to each other, Oh God, she's so cute. We don't care what she is. And then we did the DNA test and it came back pit bull. And we're like, wow, we're believers. I mean, this is the sweetest <laughs> dog. She is, Oh, my husband loves her so much. I mean, we all love her very much. She is just the sweetest, sweetest dog. And she came to us during the middle of the pandemic. We couldn't leave the house. And so we just spent so much time bonding and loving on her. She is just 
you know, not fearful of other dogs or people. She's just very sweet and loving and just not a prickly bone in her body. I've never seen her be aggressive. And even though Dante will like hang from her ears and bite her tail <laughs> and wake her up when she's sleeping, he likes to pounce on her. He thinks he can fly. He's a and puppy. She, he's a puppy. <laughs> he thinks he can fly. That's his latest that thing. Latest thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's a puppy, right? So it's it's all wonderful. It's all wonderful. Thank you for asking about them. They they you know they bring so much joy to my life. So I just I can always talk about my dogs. No, I love hearing about it. And I have to tell you, I myself refer to the pandemic and I and I think that, you know, some of some things came out of it that were kind of, you know, bizarre, but some of the great things that came out of it was the fact that we all were home and we got to bond with our pets. People got new pets. It was like something that hopefully will never happen in another in this lifetime but it was something that i think that people learned to make the best of it and there was a, a tremendous amount of love and bonding going on with people and their pets out there that i talked to throughout this so I'm glad that you and Daisy and your husband got to bond over this. So that's great. Absolutely. That was the silver lining, wasn't it? Yes. Definitely. Yes. That's a yes. great observation. Yeah, that's how I like to look at it. Where can our listeners go to learn about you, learn more about your books, what's going on, where to get your coloring book, where to get all of your other information? So you can go to Amazon for all of my books, the Puffick Pals coloring book, the Pet Sitter's Tale and how to start a dog walking business. They're there. Or you can go to my website, thepetsitterstale.com. And also I'm big on Twitter. I love to tweet. I love to talk to people. I have a lot of followers who send me dog pictures. I love to get a dog picture. Usually I'll start my morning looking at all the puppy pictures or I get a lot of senior dogs too, but pictures of pets. So that's at Pet Sitter's Tale on Twitter. So I think I'm pretty easy to find Amazon, Facebook, Twitter, Google me. And yes, I'm so excited to see those pet pictures. And if anyone has any questions, I'm happy to answer them as well. Yes, being the OG of petting. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that. <laughs> oh well, if you had to be the OG of anything, I think pet yes, sitting is as good as, as, good as, as, good as yes. anything. <laughs> well, Laura, thank you so much for coming back on the show and being our guest and sharing such fun and really valuable information and telling us all about what's going on in your life. Also, for those who have an entrepreneurial side or who are looking to make a career change, they really need to look into your new book, How to Start a Dog Walking Business. I think that that will benefit a lot of people who may be at some crossroads in their life or looking to make some changes. And I think that it's very beneficial. I loved it. It was, and it's very easy, quick read and gives you just the bones that you need to, to get through it. And I would love to have you back on the show again. I think oh, that it'd thank be great. You. Yeah. And I know the listeners would love it. A lot of great information, a lot of great news. And you got to keep us updated on what's going on there with Pet Sitter's Tale. <laughs> I'm so excited to be on again and tell you more when we have more information. And this has been delightful. It has been great to talk to you as always. Thank you. Same here. Thank so you. We'll talk to you again soon. And thank you. We'll be back in just a moment. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. 
we would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Doggy Diva Show. To find out more about Susan Marie and the Doggy Divas, visit them at their website, thedoggydiva.com, and on Facebook at The Doggy Diva Show. Tell your fellow pet parents about it. We look forward to having you join us again for the next episode. See you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.